Here How we you are doing? Happy hump day, baby. Oh, yeah. Actually, that works out because we're recording this on a Wednesday, but it will also be released on a Wednesday. I planned that. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't. But it, it's <laughs> nice. It worked out. It's convenient, which is how we want everything to be. <laughs> That's right. What What's up with you? How's your life? How's How's things going? Things are good because here we are recording our podcast. Girl, here we girls, go. girls, just girls just wanna. wanna. <laughs> One of these uh, days we'll get it. Yeah, I know. Eventually, we'll learn how to like introduce a podcast. Or and not. We'll quit immediately. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, ooh, I hope they learn soon so we can't have to listen to this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Actually, we've gotten like some really nice feedback. All from our friends, but still, like all from they didn't people. have to say it. Yeah, all from people who already know and like us have given us positive <laughs> feedback. Right. The way we want it. That's right. That's yeah. correct. I mean, we, I would love for other people to listen to this podcast, like, mm-hmm. you know, like out there in the universe, but we're really making this for ourselves in the end, yeah. you know? It's <laughs> our standard, like, FaceTime, our weekly FaceTime, well, bi-weekly FaceTime now. Yeah. Same I love it. Much. Yeah. It's, it's nice. good stuff. Oh, I uh, I rearranged my apartment. Ooh, that's uh, nice. Do you see my bar cart back there? I do. It looks good. Now it's just like I can just roll over to it <gasps> and pour myself a drink anytime from my desk. Seems <laughs> dangerous, but yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I also I got a new sweater from free people that I ordered online, which like I don't usually shop there. It's very expensive and they make clothes for small children. That is true. But I I bought this like oversized sweater that I'm, I really like. I was wearing it earlier, but then I ate ramen for dinner and I was like, I better take it off because splash zone. It's all good. You can send me a photo of it later. And then also post it on our Instagram. Everyone wants to see the sweater. Everyone wants to see it. Okay. I I also bought a couple of pairs of earrings from this artist that I found on TikTok and started following on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Her handle is like tink earrings, like tinkerings, but like earrings. That's cute. Yeah. But she makes like, like polymer clay earrings sure and they like yeah. sell out of Etsy in like five minutes so I like set it a reminder on my phone and I got some earrings wow I've never wanted anything that bad good for you support local <laughs> you know artists. it's about follow through <laughs> I was thinking about messaging her and asking her if she wanted to be on our podcast but like I haven't other than like people that friends have recommended to us like we haven't reached out to any strangers yet (laughs) no we're big scaredy cats of strangers (laughs) but we'll work on it you guys yeah we'll get some some strangers on here um speaking of ordering things I just ordered a bunch of stuff from Thrive Market have you ever gotten stuff from there 
No, but I always get their like ads on things like Instagram. Yeah. Same. I order stuff from there because I am doing whole 30 right now. I'm on day three. Katie, is it good? Do you like it? It's Can you eat right. bread? No. Which so. is definitely a bummer. It's like no bread, no dairy. No dairy. No sugar. No yeah. alcohol. Yeah, no alcohol. Can you have red wine? Like red wine is like healthy, isn't it? And you love red wine. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, well, you're not supposed to, but, you know, to each his own. Um, no, I just, I started doing it because, I don't know, it's pandemic times and everyone's coping with that however they want to. And my method was um, just like eating French fries every day. Uh, to fill the void inside of me that was sad about the pandemic, um, which is, you know, fine unless I want to have a heart attack. And also it's objectively not a healthy way to deal with emotions by just like eating to make yourself release serotonin. Uh, so I was like, I need to, I need to, break up with emotional eating and so that's that's why I did it I say everyone's diet is personal everyone should eat whatever they want to but I also think it's like what makes you feel good and what do you enjoy eating and that's really well, what yeah. is the most that's like, that's the other thing it's like it, I like haven't been sleeping well I have been like very dehydrated my skin's breaking out like it's not my body's like falling apart as a result of this so you heard it here first Katie's yeah. disintegrating well but that's why I picked whole 30 because I know like we've done keto before Ugh. oh my god if you're listening to this and you're currently on keto like or like successful for more than like a month like you must have the willpower truly of like, like iron willpower yeah it's just I just don't think it's healthy to obviously I have like no professional experience but I just don't think it's healthy to totally cut things out because then you're just gonna be like yeah. oh bread I love bread <laughs> yeah well that's so that's like I decided not to do keto because one, my goal with this is not weight loss, which I think most people do keto to like lose a bunch of weight, um, mm -hmm. which is not why I'm doing this. It's just I'm eating like too much processed food because I am sad. So that's like, <laughs> that's a different issue. Um, yeah. And I then, wonder, do you think like Hostess and like Cheetos and like those other junk food companies have seen like a rise in demand yeah. since like oh, definitely. <laughs> I would say a hundred percent. Absolutely. Little Debbie's like rolling in it. She's like, yeah, yeah. just like like throwing dollars. Pandemic, I was probably drinking soda like twice a once or twice a week, and then I think I had it like every day last week, <laughs> which is not good. I don't. So, you know what? I never grew up drinking soda and like I really only drank it here and there in college mm -hmm. like for the caffeine 
Sure. And I'm, I really don't care about sparkling water, which like a lot of people are into too. I like addicted to both. So I, I like regular water and chocolate milk and I'm, (laughs) I like lemonade, like I like juice, but regular water and chocolate milk are my top two beverages. Oh, coffee. Sure. But coffee is like, I don't consider coffee to just be a beverage. It's like lifeblood, you know? It's like (laughs) medication. Yeah, I need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I mean, I could still have like coffee on this and tea. I Actually, I don't know if you're supposed to have caffeine, but I'm going to say it's fine. So I'm still having like coffee and tea and stuff. But I think um, you can have like, you have to get, instead of butter, you can have like ghee. Yeah. Which is like. It's clear. I guess you could butter. just use olive oil instead. Yeah, I don't use butter that much anyway, and you can have olive oil, so it's like no biggie. But also with this, you can have fruit, and on keto, you can't have fruit. And, and you can have potatoes. Said, yeah, you can have potatoes. And on keto, instead of having fruit, you just have like bacon and cheese. Which, <laughs> if I like, if I'm thinking to myself like hmm, what would, like, help me get through this work day today? Like, of course, I'm going to go for, like, bacon cheese. And then I'm going to be like, okay, now I feel better because I had cheese. Uh, But that's, like, not good for you. So I have to, like, have an apple instead, which is good for you. You know, my coworker, she did at my last job, um, Janelle, Oh, sure. Hi, Janelle. Hi, Janelle. Um, she did Whole30, like, for a while. Yeah. And one day she was, like, <laughs> she was eating potato chips. And she was, like, what? They're potatoes. And I was, like, okay. Like, you've been for too long. It was hilarious. It's, like, yeah. my cousin, when I was growing up, she did a liquid diet. Ew. And her sister was, like, yeah, but are you really doing the liquid diet? Because, like, you, like, put crackers in your soup and you'll put like <laughs> stuff in your smoothies, bread. Right. Things that are it, not liquid. Like what whatever, like, what eat whatever you want is what I say. Yeah. As long no, as you definitely. feel good and you're taking care of yourself, whatever that means to you, you know? Yes. I'm all for it. Um, 100%. Ooh. So... I Googled current events because I was like, my dad, my dad, he was like, yeah, I like that you and Katie chat, but like, have you thought about talking about current events? <laughs> I was like, sure. sure. Okay. So if you're listening, this is for my dad. So okay. I Googled current events What'd you and find? the World Series. Do you know anything about baseball? I mean, yeah, like Who's objectively. I don't know. Not the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I think it's the Dodgers and somebody else. Oh, <laughs> oh. Tampa. Tampa Bay Rays, which I do like that that rhymes. I like that you picked a current event that neither of us was going to know anything about and instead anyone listening to this that does know things about baseball is just gonna be like what the fuck well like yelling at us through 
their phone. Ooh, uh, okay, here's another current event. Um, the election. I mailed yeah. in my I mailed in my ballot yesterday. Yay, good job. Colorado is all mail and they have these oh, yeah. ballot ballot drop boxes. Uh-huh. So there's one there was one close to my apartment. But I did put stamps on it, even though you don't have to, because I was like, I just want to make sure that it gets there. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, it'll it'll get there. Yeah, I voted like a while ago couple weeks ago so I'm I'm set good to go so make sure you vote if you're over the age of 18 I don't think anybody under the age of 18 is listening to this and if you are like your parents shouldn't let you (laughs) (laughs) although my brother did ask me if this was appropriate for my 12 year old niece and I was like maybe I don't know you should listen to it first But she's a young lady, and maybe she could get yeah. some career aspirations from this. So Listen, I don't want to say no. This podcast is no worse than a TikTok, so we're good. <laughs> That's true. Oh, you know what I did get? What? I got an Instapot. Oh, fun. With an air fryer combo. It's like Instapot yeah. with an air fryer. So... I didn't make anything in it yet, but I did boil water because it's like you have to test it. So I made it that far. I think I'm going to try and make rice tomorrow. But because you said TikTok, there's this TikTok account. I think it's called like Air Fryer Guy. And he just like, he, he sings songs like jingles while he like air fries like crazy things. It's hilarious. So that's all I have to say about it. I, that really wasn't headed anywhere good. <laughs> that's okay. Did we have more current events? Oh, hold on. Let me look at my uh, browser tab. Oh, great. Perfect. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, you heard it here first, folks. We, we have nothing to happening. say. <laughs> It's just the World Series in an election. Just usual, usual stuff. That's right. I don't know. You, like, are, like, into – you always know what's going on. Anything crazy? Yeah. Oh. I mean, I was just going to see, like, what you came up with. Um. <laughs> oh, wait. I do have something else. Okay. Um I think a couple episodes we were talking about the wildfires here and I was like, yeah, "Yeah, they're like definitely finished. That was a lie. I'd like to fact check myself. Thank you. They're still happening. And like the smoke here is crazy. It's like, I think on Friday it was like, it's just like so hazy and it just makes the sky look, the sky was like brown. It was wild. Fire. Yeah. Well, at first I thought it was the emissions from the Purina um, plant that's here because it smells like cat food every couple of weeks. (laughs) Delightful. I know people are like, oh, Denver, like so cool and beautiful, but also smells like cat food just for anybody who wants to move here. Good to know. Good to know. 
Um, other current events, Kamala had to uh, like cancel all of her campaign events because uh, someone on her campaign team tested positive for COVID. She has tested negative this whole time. Um, there's a new Borat movie coming out and supposedly, well, not supposedly, but like they got footage of Rudy Giuliani like in a hotel room with an actress and he's like inappropriately touching himself. So like, that's not great. Um, so that's like fun campaign, <laughs> oh. campaign news that's going on. Speaking of movies. Yeah. Which, the Witches is coming out tomorrow on HBO Max, the remake with Anne Ooh, Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm we'll very excited. Also, speaking of which movies, yeah. I watched Hocus Pocus last night. Yeah, I love that movie. It. I will never not love that movie. What's yeah. your favorite Halloween movie? Halloween? Are you a Halloween Town girl? Yeah, Disney Channel original movie is all. I mean, those are always gonna like come in first place for me. I did love the Halloween Town movies, even the one where they replaced uh, Marnie with what's her face, Sarah. Halloween. I saw an Instagram Sarah today. Paxton. Sarah Paxton. They replaced I saw the original an Instagram Marnie today that, that the girl that plays Marnie is dating somebody that she met from the movie, like in real life. They're like, they've been, in, they're engaged or something. Well, good for her. Good for them. Congrats from us to you. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> um, um, ooh, should we, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say not Halloween related, but something I watched that is uh, scary related is I just watched American Murder on Netflix, the Shanann Watts story. I watched that which too. Which is Colorado. I know. It's that so sad. That shit is crazy. Also, I watched this. I like to, it is so sad and like, the videos of him, like, just, like, straight up lying, basically, yeah. to, like, the police, he just, like, if if I were, like, watching those as an investigator, I'd be like, this guy is a sociopath. He has, like, no feelings or emotions, like, when he's like, oh, I'm so worried, he's just like, yeah. I'm so worried. <laughs> I'm like, you're lying! <laughs> the polygraph scenes where, where like, She's telling him, she's like, it would be really stupid of you to come in here and take a polygraph test if you yeah. know what happened to her and, you, and you're pretending like you don't. Like, it would be really dumb of you. And then he does it anyway. And then she comes back and she's like, by the way, you failed the polygraph test. Like, tell us what you did. Where is she? Where are the, where are the girls? So anyway, I don't want to spoil it too much for anyone that wants to go watch it, but it's Pretty quick. It's like an hour and a half documentary on Netflix. So I also feel like it was like a big thing in the news. Like I remember yeah, it when it yeah. happened. Like it was like people or like some pretty like highly covered. Um, I watched this. This is so crazy. Okay, I watch. There's a show on Investigation Discovery, which is my favorite channel, and it's called. Oh my God! What is it called? Basically, it's about um, 
like a witness or survivor statement, you know, like, a, you know, what I'm talking about? like, no, it's oh. not called that. It's an, oh, impact of murder. That's what it's called. We got there. Don't okay. worry. I didn't even have to Don't Google worry. it. Okay. So one of the episodes, I'm like, this is like really crazy. Mm-hmm. One of the episodes was set in Colorado. Okay. This woman answered a Craigslist ad. She was pregnant to get baby clothes. And she went to this woman's house to get the, or I'm sorry, maternity clothes. And she went to this woman's house and the woman said that she was also pregnant. And oh, like, I have heard, have you heard about this before? Yeah. It's, it's also on the show. I survived. Yeah, oh, it is. Okay. I, I'm not going to go into too much detail because it's like very graphic, but if you like true crime, like this is, that is like the most insane story. And the woman that like made it through, she just seems like so wonderful and amazing. And like, really just like she forgave this horrible lady who did an insane thing to her. Like, man, it's nuts. So that happened in Colorado also. (laughs) So Colorado is doing great, doing great things. Um, do we want to do our new segment? Yeah, let's do it. Also, this is a trial. Yeah, it's a trial. So, we talked if about we, it before, but if we'll we don't see. like it, we'll never do it again. And you'll be like, "What happened?" Or maybe we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah, tell us in the comments, as Aurelia said last. Yeah, week. tell us in the comments. comments. <laughs> okay, this is a this is a message for Spotify executives. Comments. Give us some comments. <laughs> well, we do have. You know what? We can review it. If anyone wants to go review, that would be great. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, what we could do is we could start releasing these recordings on YouTube. And then people can leave yeah. us comments on YouTube. Although, I would have to, like, I'm wearing, like, a, like sweatpants and a Carhartt t-shirt right now. <laughs> so, yeah, she looks good, guys. She looks good. Yeah, I do. Meow. Okay. Should we do the segment? Do you want yeah. to explain it? Because you thought of it sure okay so our new segment is called like love or uh yeah (laughs) so basically uh katie is going to come up with a category three things in a category and we're each going to rank them like love or ug yeah yep right (laughs) yeah and that's that what we talk yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Cool. So I'm okay. I'm gonna do Taco Bell menu items. I have. Oh, I'm gonna shit. name three. Okay. One of these things I like. One I love, and one wait. I do not care for. Wait, wait, wait. What are you? Are you going off of the current menu that doesn't include potato items? Or are you including potato items? I am including, I'm going off of my Taco Bell menu, um, which is not the current Taco Bell menu. I don't acknowledge that anymore. Um, So yes. I mean, all you have to do is wait for me to say the three things, and then you would know. It's not a quiz. 
I'm just saying I brought it up because I'm salty that they took all the potatoes yeah. stuff off. I'm like, okay, nah. okay. Well, then here we go. All right, the three. <laughs> The three items that I have chosen are as follows. <clears throat> Spicy potato soft taco. Steak quesarito. And cheesy gordita crunch. Okay, so I'm ra ranking them for myself. For yourself. And then I'll tell you what my ranking was. Every I think everyone's really going to love this. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's so Tell good us what already. your ranking so is clear. in the comments. Yeah. In the Spotify comments. <laughs> Tell us. Um, actually, you know what you could do is just go to Taco Bell's like social media and be like Katie and Aurelia said. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. I'm what well, a cheesy gordita crunch mm. is my love. Okay. I'm going to say the quesarito is my like, even though I've never had that. Sure. And then my ug is spicy. I love, okay. Mm, I love I the potato stuff, but I, spicy is, your girl's not spicy. Yeah. So that's my ug. That makes sense. Okay. So mine is kind of similar, but it's like opposite, I guess. Um, you know, one of those classics. Because they're the same <laughs> items, you mean? Yeah, my love is the spicy potato soft taco. I'm so sad. I it breaks my heart that it's gone. Um, and then my like is the cheesy gordita crunch. That was like my go-to order was those two things. Um, and then my uh is the steak quesarito because I never get steak stuff at Taco Bell. I'm I'm a chicken girl. Shredded it seems chicken. like shady, maybe too. Yeah. Um, I will say that my real favorite menu item is the cheesy fiesta potatoes which is why i'm so pissed yeah. about like it was like not a lot of people knew about them but like if you know you know like i feel like it was like the secret potato the potatoes club potatoes were the best part of that whole menu i mean i'm mad and like i don't know i have some friends that are vegetarians and vegans and stuff like yeah. they, like that was like a, such a nice thing for them for sure. Well, Taco Bell, what are you going to do about it? Bring back potatoes, please. Do you remember when Taco Bell I launched their breakfast menu and they had like a waffle taco? I do remember that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Taco Bell. Okay. Katie and I have a friend that loves Taco Bell more than anything else. We do. And she had it like a Taco Bell themed birthday party. Is that right? I'm pretty sure I yeah. saw pictures from it. Every year. Hi, Eli. Every year, Hi, our, friend, Eli. Our, our friend Eli has a Taco Bell-themed birthday party. And actually, Eli told me, because she is vegetarian, that you can get any Taco Bell menu item and you can replace the meat with beans. Oh, well, like, that's cool. But, like, I don't like beans. Well, you're not <laughs> a vegetarian. You're not a vegetarian. <laughs> Like, not right now, but, like, maybe I will be one day. Yeah. It's possible. Sure. Okay, do you have your thing? Well, oh, my, my like, love and ug? Yes. Okay, yes, I do. 
I'm going to do articles of clothing. Okay. Okay. Capri pants. <laughs> Leggings. Mm -hmm. And tank tops. Okay. Um, I mean, if they love. Sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know I had to go up with my own category too. So oh, I thought we were both doing very, it. I'm sorry. I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> okay go um, I'm gonna say love leggings, like tank tops, and ugh, capris. I wore a lot of capri pants, capri jeans in like high school. And and middle school, like Capri, like khakis from uh, Air Apostle was big for me, but mm -hmm. it's not a good look, and I would not wear them now. Oh, do people still wear capris? Like, I'm sure. Have you? I guess I like haven't seen a lot of people recently. No. So my like, you know, fashion judgment is off. Um, I would say mine's pretty much the same. Yeah. But I might have to do a double UGG for tank tops and capris, depending on the tank top. If it's like yeah. a real tank top, but if it's like an undershirt, like, so they're different. I also was thinking about that because I really don't, I don't really like wearing tank tops by themselves, but I'll wear them like under a, like a button a button-down flannel. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. Yeah, like, I over do. Tank top under. Ooh, speaking of flannels, which are like very cozy and very fall. Yes. Um, we have some really special uh, guests this week and a special yes, Halloween we episode. Do. Special Halloween episode. Did you like that? Did it seem awkward? Did it seem I forced? I'll be honest, I was like, where is Aurelia going with this? Because we don't have time to talk about another thing instead of this interview. <laughs> so you nailed it. See? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So are the, the Spell Sisters are our guests. They were Yay. so fun to interview. We had oh, a great yeah. time. It, it was so fun that we have to split it up into two episodes. Yeah, we're going to do um, a bonus episode uh, that is released on Halloween on Saturday. Yeah, because, like, you know you're not doing anything, and you shouldn't yeah. be doing anything. So listen to our podcast and yeah, eat some stay candy. stay inside and listen to the podcast. So we'll have the, you know, main chunk of the interview is going to happen right now. But then, so the Spell Sisters, uh for those of you that don't live in Indianapolis or aren't our immediate friends, um, they are this wonderful local duo that does like tarot readings and astrology and cool witchy stuff uh, for spooky season right now. And they actually did some readings for us and that's going to be the bonus episode. So yeah, and Saturday for that. And we, they did the Ouija board with and us and it was yeah. great. And a Ouija board also makes an appearance, and there may we be talk a, about the a special guest. A special guest may have shown up. Uh, you're just going to have to wait oh, for yeah. the bonus episode to see. That's right. But we talk about lots of cool stuff, 
before then, too, that's in this episode. So listen to this also. Enjoy. Hi, <laughs> welcome. Hello. Oh, I love that in unison. It's like you guys practice. No, it's like you're like twins. <laughs> Uh, so today we're so lucky because we have the Spell Sisters here with us, which if you're not in indie, that's like, you know, local celebs in my eyes. Aurelia, I think you feel similarly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like famous to me. <laughs> I'm like I'm starstruck. Yeah, we've been following them on Instagram for so long and we stalk when they have events <laughs> yeah we definitely don't think of that that way but yeah so appreciative to be on thank you so much for having us yeah absolutely so uh, every time we have an interview we always start with the same question and you guys can answer this individually um what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid Yes, childhood <laughs> dreams. Oh, yeah. I should mention uh, they do have names as well. We have Kelly and Haley here with us. So, us. not yeah, just I'm sisters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up. I wanted to be get this. I wanted <laughs> to be a trash lady. I was absolutely <laughs> fucking obsessed enamored <laughs> with the trash <laughs> I am still like my friend is an environmental scientist and he took me to the landfill and I'm still obsessed with trash like I want to be I still when I grow up I want to be a trash lady I, she still does she's still growing up I'm and obsessed she's watching the truck trash <laughs> She you know, they do have some, like, great coveralls, too. Was that, like, part of the appeal? Opportunities. Yeah, you can do anything in that. That's the perfect, yeah. actually. Um, I think that I wanted to have a lot of jobs when I was a kid, <laughs> but my primary occupation was going to be a figure skater, and I, I started taking lessons now, but I'm not, like, super good, obviously, because... She's lying. No, I'm not. <laughs> but I used to really be a figure skater, like, at the Olympics, and um, also, I wanted to be a scientist in the labs, so I'm kind of, like, in between both of those. She's doing not, both of them. Not Dreams really a pro. <laughs> not really pro. My... I remember also telling my mom I wanted, I definitely, like, loved, like, the male sorting. Like, I wanted to be a male lady. You would be so good at that. I remember telling my mom I wanted to be the lady who worked in Marsh. So, like, a grocery store worker. You're really into these uniformed jobs. Yeah, I think there's something there. We had We had things that we had accomplished. I outfits. I outfits. I feel it. No, I feel you. <laughs> well, I think, uh, Haley, I say go for it with the figure skating. <laughs> it's never too late. Um, and, like, Michelle Kwan, obviously Olympic figure skater, and now she, like, works for, uh, like, political campaigns. Like, she worked 
for Hillary and now for Biden and does like campaign stuff, which is not science like you, but I think you can make that pivot. Why not both? That's what they say. And she's our new mom. So yeah, we're, we're, we're going out making it happen. Good point. Thank you. (laughs) So (laughs) obviously uh, you guys are not figure skaters or trash women. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing other things specifically uh, as the spell sisters. So can you just explain real quick to the listeners, like what exactly is spell sisters and what what do you do? For sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, so we both have like, I mean, no, um, no, no pup ups to, (laughs) um, this lady, but like we have muggle jobs and, um, put out as baristas and we worked together at a coffee shop. And so that's how we met. And we both separately learned tarot Haley's been doing tarot and astrology for like eternity and then (laughs) as I started to learn um I was asked to do um a big event that I was really scared to do at all but like especially by myself so spell sisters started as like I'm scared to do this huge event do you want to do it together and then we did it and we were like this is actually a really good idea and really fun a thing that nobody else is doing so um we ended up adapting over time and learning how to work together and how to do readings together (laughs) and so we do tarot readings together where we kind of like feed off of each other and like right spin together yeah we do it together (laughs) so that's the whole idea and that's why we call it spell sisters we're not actually sisters but it doesn't really matter yeah exactly (laughs) we really are (laughs) in spirit but I feel like that has brought us together in a way that probably I would not have ever come together with another friend in that way (laughs) um it's super special and it also helps you kind of read each other like on an on a more like spiritual level I like, feel like a, it's a little bit more intimate yeah, than yeah. when I do readings like one-on-one with mm-hmm. another person because not only is it like my perspective of reading somebody I hear what you're saying too mm-hmm. so it like Same. gives another layer of depth that I don't get by myself right. in a one-on-one reading yeah and I think it's really nice to to t- kind of tag team because I think we both have the orientation to things that we're not like a genius or we're not in charge of your life and so we can kind of both talk about it like sisters like everybody's friends here and and not make it about like okay we're giving you advice mm-hmm. or you're taking advice from someone you know it's it's all everybody's here for the same reason yeah. we have like an idea to share and everybody's kind of working together to figure it's out like what's the way what the more laid off laid back yeah and like off pressure yeah. than getting like a one-on-one reading I think yeah exactly Totally. That really makes sense. Especially because I feel like readings can be very like personal and deep and maybe makes it a little bit less stressful, mm-hmm. you know, in a group setting. Yeah, that totally. was we um, both experienced on our <laughs> own was like going to get readings and having such like serious, intense, like emotional experiences mm-hmm. at like a shop where you don't really want to have that kind of right. experience and you're pushed like 
15 minutes. Right, you're on a timer. Yeah. Yeah. So we, like, when we started doing events, it was a little bit like we had to iron out the kinks Mm -hmm. because we'd end up doing a reading for somebody for, like, an hour. But, like, (laughs) we ended up realizing that you can, like, connect a lot deeper when it's in that kind of setting of we're all friends here like Mm -hmm. this is a sisterhood and it's fun and we're not trying to like tell you that you're (laughs) something's gonna happen to you house is on fire yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like go home right now (laughs) it's an emergency yeah I know it's much more laid back so yeah it's afforded us that luxury which is just allowing us to to be able to talk freely which is kind of nice because we both are here so we kind of cover the other person Mm -hmm. if somebody else and we can play good good cop yeah 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 exactly or um a lot of times what ends up happening is um they maybe somebody wants to talk about something, but they don't want to go too, too deep. And then they don't feel that urge to go too deep in, into something because we're both here and mm-hmm. we kind of like pick up where the other one left off. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. That's like how you were talking about, you were like, well, I want to try this thing, but it's this big event. And I don't know if I want to do it by myself. That's like how I felt with uh, starting this podcast. I was like, oh, I don't know, Aurelia, will you do this with me? <laughs> Right. Yes. And I was like, yes, I will. Absolutely. Why didn't you ask me sooner? (laughs) It's pressure. There's a lot of like things you don't know are are going to factor into it. And it's nice to go through it together. I'm sure you understand that totally. Like you deal with the same kind of pressure or the same kind of deadlines or the same kind of issues. And then you kind of bond over it and get mad at the same things and get excited Mm -hmm. about the same things. You know? Definitely. So was this like, did you all, were you always interested in this kind of stuff or is this something that you sort of just stumbled upon? Like, how did you kind of get into this? Well, I'm not sure if you've been watching Pen15. Um, I just started it literally this week. I just watched the first episode. It's, I love it. There's an episode, like, maybe the third or fourth episode, where they're, I think they're supposed to be in eighth grade, and they, like, dabble in witchery, like, stuff, and I'm, like, not exactly sure how they got my diary, but, um, <laughs> it's, like, really and really embarrassing to watch. It's like excruciating because I feel like I relate so much to like feeling as a kid, like I was powerful and being like, <laughs> why do I, this kid wearing army fatigues every day at school, <laughs> who love a like uniform, 50 pounds or something, like why do I think that like I am powerful? And, like, yeah, I think, like, watching that show, this is so stupid, but I feel like watching that show (laughs) has made me be, like, I actually did always do this. I just didn't realize that, like, I was doing it in a way that, like, was always, like, low-key trying to be cool or, like, seeing if it was okay, like, just trying to put it under people's nose and, like, see if it took a little bit. And I was just waiting for, like, the right time, I think, for my whole life. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that a lot of times you are asked to sort of apologize for that kind of belief system. And I totally get it because it seems like, oh, this is a little much. This is a little woo-woo. 
It's but so weird. At, but at this, yeah, it's weird. It's, people are not expecting it or they don't know, they don't have a framework for it. And I, I think that we've really grown into that part of our lives <laughs> to the point where we kind of <laughs> own it now. Like, yeah, literally own it. <laughs> we're definitely not in eighth grade, yeah. <laughs> but we still have that little like eighth grader inside. Exactly. Yeah. Where it's we kind of apologize like for it a little bit. But. Doing this is kind of like shadow work in mm, a way because yeah. it's like healing that little stupid idiot baby that, that like didn't inside. Get... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. The voice is like, are you sure that's not insane you know no it is <laughs> I, I think we we both had our um I, I think Kelly has like been a super adventurous person in the sense that she investigates things very deeply and she's always wanted to know about like like otherworldly things like you've yeah. always been interested in I mean like, stuff like that. my dad has always like told me ghost stories mm -hmm. and like alien encounter stuff that like actually I believe happened to him and, and he and believes my uncle too like my dad and uncle have had like some crazy things and so like when I was a kid I always I had like dreams where something would happen that I dreamed and mm -hmm. I like encountered these weird feelings and vibes that I just like didn't know how to explain right. or account for and you grew up in kind of like a cold like -ish, situation you know yeah. I'm sorry so what <laughs> <laughs> yeah come again so so um my um I mean I don't I sometimes like joke that it's a cult but okay so my parents have like a guru and um they believe in karma and re reincarnation and I grew up in this like atmosphere of um accounting for your karma and like making sure that you don't do anything that you're going to regret because eventually you're going to have to like probably pay that back in some way and um so I think that like my parents started really getting invested in this when I was like 11 maybe 12 ish I think it was going into sixth grade when it got like pretty serious so that's when I really got weird also because I like fully a hundred thousand million percent went into this with them and I was like yes I think actually I was probably the reason that my parents were so like my parents believed it so much because I identified with it immediately and was like this is fucking true this is real it's everything and now as an adult I'm like I believe in elements of this and I also don't believe that there's a wrong way of living so I don't right. follow that anymore right but I had like a lot of experiences growing up that were like, I, I had like psychic moments where I was predicting things that then actually happened. And I kind of felt guilty for it because of my parents and like this, um, I, for lack of a better word, cult, but I don't, I kind of don't believe it's a cult, but I kind of do. But, um, so I kind of would discount my experiences or not really believe that they were important or like I shouldn't feel that way and it's not it's like a misdirected energy like it's not the right place to direct your focus it's like karma to be putting your emphasizing that mm -hmm. kind of energy and so yeah that was really difficult for me growing up because I like had this guilt about like experiences that I feel like now I know I can't control right it's just like being attuned to, it's like an antenna. Being intuitive. Yeah. yeah. Being intuitive. Mm -hmm. 
yeah and I came from like a Catholic tradition so that was like a big taboo <laughs> to be pursuing any kind of tarot yeah. I mean if you've ever explored anything on the Christian side like I feel like there is that block that you have mm-hmm. to get past like you know maybe maybe it's okay maybe it's all right you know and and that, that's what I kind of came to um a little bit later in life I mean I started reading when I was 18 I've been doing astrology since I was about 17 now I'm 32 and I think at this point I've gotten to a place where I feel really comfortable with with where I'm at and I I like I like that that style of um explaining the world you know (laughs) I like astrology I like I like the idea of tarot as a as a tool you know, and I think it is a tool. I think it's a really good tool to investigate where you stand in your environment and where, what you, what kind of questions you have and what kind of answers you can get from yourself. But yeah. Yeah. Like doing tarot and like exploring astrology kind of gives you insight into like the answers that I think are already there that you don't really um, have access to without those tools, I think. And I'm, I'm like, now that like we're both talking about this, I think that both of our um, backgrounds have kind of set us up in a way to like be more inquisitive because we were in these situations and like family backgrounds that kind of made us do something based on like parent like right. guidance or whatever. Right. Like you're gonna go like I went to Satsang, which um, is just a gathering and lots of people like yoga background people Mm -hmm. go to like satsangs um and you have to go to church it's like you're gonna have to do these things and you have to follow these rules and you have to be this certain way and I think that made me immediately be like turned off to um anything like (laughs) rules any kind of rules and immediately pick up like a tarot deck yeah (laughs) figure out how to that inner part self that was not allowed to thrive in those settings right yeah yeah, no, I also grew up uh, Catholic and went to Catholic school, like K through 12. So I get it. You're, you did a better job than I did at uh, straying. I was like, I'll follow all of the rules. And then I went to college and I was like, these rules are bad. I know, right? I know. Until you get to a point where you're like, maybe I just need to explore. I think and, it takes yeah. a long time to washed. Yeah, or it takes a long time to realize, like, maybe I don't believe exactly what my parents believe, but mm-hmm. I can still kind of like that. You and know? also still love my parents and yeah. respect what they believe. Totally. And my mom totally gets it. Like, she totally understands it. She's more like woo-woo, like I am anyway. And she'll occasionally have me do a reading for her. But yeah, taking some time to get to that place where it's like not a taboo. My mom totally yeah. lets me do readings, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, um. So I noticed you guys are use some terms like woo-woo or like psychic, you know, how do you guys feel about words like witches or psychics or things like that? Like, do you self-identify as that? Is, is that not that like really PC? I don't know. I'm just curious. No, that's a really great question, actually. I, I feel I like know. I ask myself <laughs> this a lot because I like... I would definitely say, like, yeah, I'm totally a witch. I, like, I think it says in my bio, like, on Instagram, maybe, like, IRL witch or something. (laughs) Like, I totally, 
I don't know because <laughs> I feel like I identify with it, but then it has this like internet, like cultural normy like mm-hmm. connotation that I don't necessarily <laughs> identify with. And I don't yeah. really like, I feel like the difference between like um, Sarah on the craft versus Nancy on the craft, it's like, um, <laughs> I think that Nancy is the real witch or Sarah is the real witch because if Sarah's the witch then yes I'm a witch right but if Nancy's the witch then no I was a witch in sixth grade that's how I was yeah <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. is Nancy the one with like the short dark hair or is she the one that moves there yeah okay it's, I love that movie but it's been a while oh <laughs> right and I just saw I didn't see the trailer but i just saw today that they like released the trailer for a reboot oh, oh are you serious i'm gonna i'm excited i like totally i that was like at my prime so of like <laughs> adolescent like preteen years and i like at the time when i was like sixth grade or whatever i totally identified with like Bruzabalk, like Nancy was a crazy bitch. She was psychic and also psycho. And I was like, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. That's me. And like, I, yeah, I'm a witch, but not like, I don't, I would not like go out and say like I'm a witch because I think that's what people think of. I don't identify with that. That's like some childish shit now. Yeah, I think that now I kind of shy away from it. At first, I think when I I started really exploring this whole side of things and not just doing tarot on the side, (laughs) um, I I really identified with being like a witch. But I think that you can use your personal power pretty much however you want to. And I I don't necessarily self-identify as a witch, but like my boyfriend calls me a witch and like other people call me a witch. So like I just say like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) I you feel know? like if we're gonna be like really yeah. real about it, I think that like every woman is a witch. Yeah, then. let's like be real. Yeah, everyone has the ability to change their life if they want to, and if they if they um, a witch is support. Just, you know, a witch is just a person who knows how to use their power. I yeah. think, and I think that we all learn that at different times, but I think every woman learns that at some point, mm-hmm. and I definitely. Like, I feel like there is this kind of, like, reclamation of that word, but I also don't really, I mean, I don't know. I I have mixed emotions. (laughs) We give you a really long answer. (laughs) No, it's so interesting, like, you know, because I definitely get what you're saying. I think people use it a lot, like, witchy vibes or, like, things like that, um, which maybe isn't, you know, the, the correct way to use it, but. We kind of, we, we don't think of this as a business, but we don't think of we it definitely as, we don't do also, but we, yeah, but we also don't think of it as like, uh, like a religion and no. all <laughs> yeah. absolutely not. Kind of just have fun with it and, and have a blast. So, yeah. I think the hardest part about answering a question like that is there's like infinity definition. Totally. Yeah. But it's a good question. Yeah. Like I said, we follow you on Instagram and you guys always do your like witchy house Wednesdays and post my favorite day. gorgeous houses. I'm yeah. obsessed. We, I, I think of that as like a manifesting tool kind of because ultimately that's the house that I want. <laughs> Those houses. She's like a house any, looker. Literally, any, I'm 
Okay, and another house lie. hunter is the word. <laughs> house hunter. I have had. No I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> Just starting to post pictures of houses to like manifest. That's a great idea. So it just started when I realized this was so weird that it just happened the way that it did because I realized that people on Instagram that had a lot of followers, this was when we were really little and we didn't have that many followers. And I realized that like all of these like witchy accounts were posting basically pictures from Pinterest and like not crediting them. Mm -hmm. So I posted a picture of, I think it was like the house from Practical Magic it got like the most likes of any picture that we had ever posted before. And this was like many years ago at this, probably three years ago now. So um, we just started making it a regular thing because I was like, every time we post a picture of a house that like obviously is not my house, obviously is not a picture I took. I try to find a house that I can find credit for, like I can find information about or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, like every time we post that we get like I swear like hundreds of followers every time and everybody like every Wednesday I have people go back and like like um like very old witch house Wednesday pictures like they go to the hashtag Mm -hmm. and look at it so it's like not something that we were really trying to start but it just happened and Mm -hmm. I mean honestly like I just love old houses so Um, something else that I really love about your Instagram is when you guys post the three cards on Sundays and then you do the review on Mondays, right? Yeah, we usually do the reveal on Mondays. We do the, the, um, the, the hidden card on Sunday, I guess. So we do the pick of cards on Sundays usually. Um, yeah, that was actually something that I think a lot of tarot readers do, but I really wanted to start that up for Spell Sisters because I, I feel like it's, it's a really nice little ritual just to do. It's super quick. It's very accessible. People like it and it really provides some engagement. And I really like to meet the people that resonated with the Mm -hmm. pick a cards. I love when it works for them. I love when it really fits and I love to be like, Oh my God, that's so cool that that actually like you did actually move that month or you did actually do this or somebody got into a fight. You know, I love, I love when it works out and it's so right it on. It almost always has somebody that's like, it was actually perfectly. <laughs> and and it just absolutely just makes my heart explode. Cause I love it so much when, when somebody else actually. Has it. So yeah, it's super fun. Um, we've also bought a lot of decks because of spell sisters, which is great because I used to just have my like trusty rider weight, like standard stuff. Um, and then maybe like a backup deck, but now it's kind of fun to take pictures of new decks. So I buy them for fun and then call it business and be like, Oh, you know, that's something I should get for myself. You know, that's like actually something that I think would be cool for us to yeah. get into is like almost like a deck review kind of um because we have so many at this point it's kind of getting yeah and we always have people who (laughs) ask us about the decks we're using so I feel like that there's an opportunity there but Mm -hmm. we haven't really gotten into it so right now like the pick a card and the witch house Wednesday are like our mainstays every week yeah and then occasionally like other things thrown in but right we had blogs like on the website and then we we have readings on Tuesdays but I think the pick a card is a thing that draws people to get a real reading too sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. because they see 
their reading is super accurate and it's just like a one paragraph. Right, it's really quick, yeah. That's Haley's thing and she's like, everybody is always messaging <laughs> me like how amazing it is and I'm like, I have nothing to do with no, it, but I she, love it. Sometimes she writes it to you, but yeah, I, I like Rarely, it's your thing. I love, I love to do it, it's my favorite. It's like, well, like I write on Sunday because I like, I'm a brunch, brunch is my church and so I like <laughs> often, and we'll take a pic of what I am drawing for the day at brunch or something yeah it. so it's really cozy <laughs> well I was just gonna ask um I know you mentioned uh that you do astrology as well and I was just wondering um if you guys wanted to share your signs with us we're very curious uh, and like uh, what's uh, your song compatibility as friends like does it match Good oh, question. So I'm freaking funny. out. Okay. Well, okay. I'm a Sagittarius and I am Sagittarius rising. So that makes me a double Sagittarius and my moon is an Aries. So I have so much fire and Triple I'm very quiet. quiet. I'm very quiet, which is often very common with fire signs, but Kelly. Um, I'm an Aries and no, I'm not. Oh my God. No, I <laughs> no you're Aries. not. Oh. Jeez. I'm Aries. That was a freaking lie. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> me like, too at all um I'm an Aquarius with a Pisces moon and a Libra rising so Libra season right now I'm having a great time right now yeah um the the season don't you do you have Aquarius in your chart I have absolutely zero so I have I wish um, I did I have four signs in Sagittarius yeah so we have a lot but that's kind of like our merger we both have this tendency to be um one like kind of late for things but also (laughs) to um this tendency to kind of want to explore a little bit impulsive yeah so we'll both get a decision we'll have a decision that we make spontaneously to have some fun at a certain point and we just kind of go with it um we are also we like trips but we we you're kind of more of a homebody i Um, think i have your fourth house stellium yes yeah and i i don't know i just like putter around town which is more like so yeah I'm like more inclined fourth house is like the home sector Mm -hmm. and I have like my son in my fourth house so and a stellium so that means a stellium is like when you have three or more or three or more planets in a sign exactly and um so I have a sag stellium and an aquarius stellium yeah and And, like so that means I'm basically like extremely curious being home. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah curious but also a home buddy and I feel like that totally suits you completely and yeah I have a Scorpio stellium so I see more intense I see more quiet but um and I definitely like mega occult things and I think Aquarius is typically the sort of sign that likes investigating things that are kind of off and the weird yeah the weirdness the occult the weird stuff um Scorpio kind of likes the um the weirdness, but only if it's like something secret. So yeah, I I spent a lot of time like investigating tarot because it was like a pride, and I do a lot of tarot for myself mostly too. At this yeah, point, yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a lot. It's kind of <laughs> kind of a lot. But yeah, you're an Aquarius too. Yeah, Aurelia. Yeah, I'm a February first. Oh wow! Uh, so I'm a February Aquarius. Um, and my moon is Sagittarius and my rising is Libra. Oh, oh yeah. wow. She's rising too. Are you having oh. a great time right now? Like, do you <laughs> yeah. feel like, I, of course. like being bad? <laughs> Aww. I want what did to you say? 
I said, do you feel like acting out a little bit right now and being bad? <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. I'm stressed <laughs> up and be a little bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a great time. So surely you will too. Just break a little bit of rules. Yeah, and this month we have a lot of stuff in Aries and Libra in October. Um, we're going to have like a new moon in Libra at mid-month around the 16th. And then two, two full, full moons. moons in October. It's going to be big. So we have a blue moon. Really rare. So obviously. So that's exciting. I think there's going to be a lot of changes in October, um, especially for people who are Lib- who have Libra planets, Libra um, risings, um, Aries planets, Capricorn, or... Uh, everybody's um, being like cancer. really affected heavily though because Mars is retrograde yeah so a lot of like um unknown desires I think are coming out right now or like previously unknown and things that you didn't realize were like super important to you or suddenly like really important sorry we started doing a reading at, at answering your question no it's perfect <laughs> yeah no that was amazing wow. this is- so much information <laughs> but yeah we we make we really like get along because we can be like well you're being crazy it's okay though because (laughs) you know we do that a lot there's always there's always an excuse for my insanity so there you go so I'm the one that's being insane (laughs) I think a Sag and Aquarius like they typically get along pretty well like from what I've seen um, there's an air sign and fire sign. So if the fire sign has like a lot of passion. The air sign has a lot of the know-how and the knowledge and wants to like investigate. Yeah, and I feel like air signs love to be around fire signs because they like activate them a little bit. Right. Katie, what's your sign? I'm a Pisces. Oh, um, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm a Pisces. My rising sign is Scorpio. And my moon is, I think, Aquarius. Yeah. You guys Aquarius vibe. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, you're doing your own kind of unique podcast. It makes total sense to me. Um, and lady, lady love. Like, Pisces, I think of, like, divine divinity, kind of, like, divine mother. Yeah, and like, divine feminine. Yeah, and with, like, Aquarius, Aquarius is, like, the revolutionary. Like, we want to make shit happen and the Pisces knows how to like make it meaningful yeah totally absolutely that's very fitting (laughs) okay we'll stay friends (laughs) so before we move on to our next segment um do you want to let uh our listeners know how they can book you and find you guys um and maybe any like virtual events or anything that you have coming up yeah so um we're kind of changing our structure a little bit. So um, a lot of big changes. We don't really have any events coming up. We're maybe potentially very maybe doing an event on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, we are kind of trying to get away from doing events at like bars and stuff like that because we have found that it's one with COVID we're not as like down for that as we used to be and it's hard to hear people um we have to be closer to people than we want to now and um I think we may I mean 
I think we were kind of growing out of that before COVID anyway, because it's really hard for us to meet the demand. Everybody, like we sell out every event and it's very like busy and we fast have pace. a hard time yeah. concentrating a person who has like bought a ticket. Right. We want to be able to focus when we talk to people, but yeah. And so like for, we originally at the beginning of COVID, we had switched to um, Zoom readings, which we're still doing, but we were going to do like one-on-one readings a little bit more mm-hmm. like where Kay- Haley does her reading and I do my reading and like split up a little bit more so we could kind of build our own personal brands. But um, as COVID progressed, um, we realized that that's kind of not super working for us because we're just too busy. Um, we got booked like a motherfucker of the century. <laughs> And everyone's like having a crisis right now. So (laughs) yeah, I was on furlough for five months and Haley was very busy at work. And so I took on a lot of clients by my own, by myself. And, um, I basically kind of made that into my full-time job for a while. Mm -hmm. And I was very overwhelmed with (laughs) how many clients we had. So just for me, like that was too much. And I think um, we have a little bit limited our hours because we were spreading ourselves really too thin because we both have day jobs and um, like Haley's a nurse. And so right now is like, she's very busy. (laughs) And um, like for me, I, um, I feel like it's really hard for me to do readings one-on-one because like I, rely on Haley so much when we do readings together. Me too. I rely on Kelly too. So, so now I that to I've, alone. now that I've like started doing readings with you, I don't really like no. doing them without you. Yeah, and same. I do sometimes, but, um, that made us limit our hours. And so we're booked all the way through October right now. And yeah. sorry, this is like the most long winded answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good information. <laughs> On spellsisters.net yeah. slash schedule, but let me say there's not that many openings yeah. because we're already booked almost, we're booked partway through November, and I just opened the schedule for November on Tuesday, right. so we're already booked um, partially through November, so we do mostly, almost exclusively online readings. Um, we've been so busy that we had to turn off, like, the online yeah. like audio readings where like people don't have a commitment to show up um we just couldn't keep up like there's just too many people wanting readings right now um <laughs> yeah, and so we're trying to figure that out right now <laughs> yeah. we're like how can we it's still hard. um meet the demand and we're trying to come up with uh, we're almost thinking about not doing any readings <laughs> honestly <laughs> and like only doing like content, putting out content that's for everybody because we can only accommodate like say, I don't know, 20 people a month versus like we have over 5,000 followers now. So if we can put out content that's free and accessible for everybody, um, I feel like that's maybe more valuable than like giving people reading. Right. I don't know. And maybe having a once weekly, um, reading schedule is kind of where we're at right now. So right now we do readings on Tuesday nights. So that's where we have availability. Um, I'm not super sure 
how full our schedule is, but that's what we do it's as full. far as booking. So, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're almost full for the rest of the okay. year. <laughs> so yeah, so we're, we're exploring new alternatives to just doing once a week and figuring out where we, where we could kind of move it's that kind around. Um, so we're open to ideas. Yeah. But, it's yeah. Kind of like right now, like the energy that we can devote to doing yeah. readings is like, it's being sucked up mm-hmm. by these like small little one-on-one readings that like are pretty. Um, I mean, I feel like they're always amazing, but it's not fair that we can do like this handful of readings right. versus like the demand. Right. Yeah. So we're we're kind of exploring. We're working new, it out. We're working. It out. <laughs> but right now, yeah, you can reach us on at Spell Sisters on Instagram and spellsisters.net on the web. And what else? Um, I'm on TikTok. I do like. Oh, yeah. Kelly um, does all his I follow you on TikTok, Kelly. Oh, <laughs> I know. She's got like a palmistry vibe. Over now. the yeah. summer, I got like a partnership with TikTok um, where I was, I'm part of like this fund that was part of the COVID relief fund that was. Um, making educational content on TikTok. So um, I have been making like DIY kind of like DIY tarot, like how to figure out if you have witch hands is like the most. Name on there is spell daddy, but it's like spell underscore daddy. And it's like the same on Instagram. Um, we're trying to figure out ways to do more of that, like, informative content that's not, like, like, do it yourself. Read your own cards instead of, like, trying to get a reading from us yeah. because we obviously don't have the capacity to do, like, but, but as also, many readings. Yeah, as. and also we, we, we really want to empower people to be able to feel comfortable doing their own readings because that's what we do. That's I what mean, we, we do started. our own readings. So. That's kind of why we started, right. too, is, like, we wanted it to be this accessible thing where yeah. people can learn about tarot and, like, learn to do their own thing. Like, obviously, tarot is meant for everybody. It's not meant for, like, not one person is like a psychic. It's like right. everybody is actually psychic. You just don't exactly. know how to access that part of yourself. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. Agree. yeah, yeah. So that I guess that that's a long way around. We we're gonna long answer every question you have. Just <laughs> FYI, but yeah, yeah that's great. You guys should like design your own deck, and then oh my god, we talk about it a lot. Yeah, and then just you like that, use it yourself on the back. It, I would do that. Like, I would buy that. Yeah, I would, too. We would totally. We have our own, like, symbolism and insights about the card, too. Like, now that we've been reading together for long enough, I feel like if we were able to dial it back on the readings and, like, figure out a way to, like, push that off a little bit, um, (laughs) we would definitely be able to invest in, like, making a deck or something like that. But but that's a good point, because that's kind of where we're going with things. Yeah, that's kind of, we're we're pulling away from the more, um, like, daily type of interactions with, like, tarot and, and moving more toward a long game and, like, a long term it's kind of like we can project. have more interactions, like with more people, rather than like one-on-one interactions right. with like a handful of people. I guess is right. what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah, we've kind of yeah. stopped doing events. Um, yeah. No, that's all good. I think actually, like if you guys, I mean, you just talked a lot about how 
you're overwhelmed with reading, so you totally <laughs> don't have to. But if you wanted to, like, for people who maybe don't understand what we're even talking about when we say that. Yes. Okay. Of course. Okay. So. Oh, right. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is a thing that, like, I often forget that people don't know about tarot. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So tarot is um, an ancient divina divination practice. Um, where there are how many cards in the deck? 78. 78 cards. And, um, and this is something that has like developed over time. It started as a card game and now it's, it's at this point now where we, we give it, we venerate it and create some sort of like mythology around it because it has so much in, investment in like Masonic tradition and other in, in a more, Even astrology yeah, symbolism. Astrology symbolism, all kinds of numerology. Psychology. Yeah, it, it's kind of anchored the the practice because of um, the major arcana. And that is like a whole different ballgame that was created in probably like the 19-teens. Um, and that was something that was sort of like a an extension of, I believe it was like a Masonic tradition. Um, and now, now we kind of just take it for granted that that Arrow, but that's really not how it's always been. It's it's actually been um, something that was a card game, like an Italian, yeah, Italian card game, French card game. And people just kind of manipulated it, kind of like how you would when you're a kid, if you wanted to like turn well, your Monopoly pieces into like a different a, thing. You here's know, a good example. Yeah. So, um, like, so you can use a regular card deck yeah. to read tarot, essentially. But like, I. I don't know if I could do it, but you can totally do that. Totally. Um, and when I was a kid, I had um, friends who were like, had just moved here from Mexico and they taught me this game where you held pencils. So to me, I'm like, this is a pencil. And they taught me this game of like holding pencils and asking like a spirit or whatever questions. And like, it would go in or out for right. yes or no. And so like, basically the cards became like that kind of thing I think yeah or, exactly yeah. that's exactly what happened um as far as I'm concerned um it started as like a, a game and then people started to manipulate it until they got something that they wanted out of it so you can either gamble with the cards or you which can is what I do divine keep, cards yeah. I'll keep pulling cards until I get what I want yeah <laughs> yeah and that's kind of how it how it it originated, I think, it, it, and then it got to a point where it almost uh, surpassed that and created uh, its own mythology, I and mean, that's where we're at now. Like hermetic, you know? yeah, the hermetic order, Golden Dawn, all kinds of traditions have totally. accepted accepted the tarot as like a a tool, and we're at this point now where we kind of venerate it. We also kind of fear it, maybe as a culture. Um, but it wasn't always that. It was actually pretty mundane, pretty quiet. Cards. Yeah. So now, I mean, like, yeah. So when people ask what is tarot, like, it's literally just cards mm -hmm. that each card has a meaning. And then, like, you use a spread that each position has a meaning. So then you basically, like, do an equation. It's kind of like a math problem where mm -hmm. this plus this and these positions. And then we, like, get insights because we, yeah. it's like basically anybody who practices a lot can get those insights, but right. any person can put their own um, 
like influence. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think tarot is kind of, it, it's something that is very personal, but it started probably as a very mundane activity, just like, a like, a, like a joke or a game. I mean, and like the Ouija board. It's I like Ouija. It's, it's do you produced want us by to get the Ouija. No, we don't have one. Do we? Oh my god, yes, we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, Ouija board is every time Milton, it's produced by Milton Bradley. I have a shirt. It's like Ouija produced by Milton Bradley on the collar. Like, it's like that is what. Who makes that? Every However, time we use it, we say we're going to throw it away, but I, I know, use it. <laughs> I know. And, and that's the same sort of system that they're working yeah. with. Like it's mass produced. Okay. Just okay. Like US so games. like all of everything, every insight you get from any of these divination practices, mm-hmm. anything like crystals, the pendulum, mm-hmm. Ouija, astrology, tarot, anything, um, dreams even, is basically just your idea and your idea is truly your intuition. So like everybody doubts their own voice, but really your intuition is the entire insight, but most people second guess it Mm -hmm. or doubt it and need somebody else to validate that. But like, that's where we come in getting somebody to read your cards for you. When you, when someone reads your cards for you, it can feel kind of like talking to a big sister or something. Someone trust and then you tell them and then they see that shred of truth and it validates what they already felt and that's what's that's what's beautiful about tarot is because it can really solidify a belief that is just a tiny intuition and make it into something really real for you and make you act on it and that's what's so special I feel like about it my eyes are thinking about the Ouija board oh I know (laughs) do you want to do do you want to like you're talking and I'm like Thanks for listening to Girls Just Wanna. If you've made it this far, we consider you a close and personal friend. So we hope you'll subscribe and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And follow us at GJW Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We love you. We love you.